Hello and welcome. I'm Danner. And I'm Janner. And welcome to Mama's Boy, a mother-son podcast where we have mm, slightly unhinged conversations about life. Good evening, ladies. It's Dan from Enid, Oklahoma. Oh, God, don't say that. It's it's Dan coming to you live from Enid, Oklahoma, just outside of Hennessy, where I've been to the 83rd Rooster Roundup, one of the largest rooster roundups in the entire United States of America, where we are the den of death. Yeehaw, Dan. Yeehaw, boy, howdy, did I rise some wranglers? How is Oklahoma? Oklahoma is exactly what you think Oklahoma would be. Okay, well, I'm glad I'm not in Oklahoma then. And so for everybody, a quick apology because um, I don't know how the audio is going to be. We're doing our best on this. This is our first go at the pod while I'm not with my mom. Yeah, we're hijacked. And it's kind of sad. So sorry if the audio isn't the best. This is going to be... New for us. We're going to have to hone this one in, huh, Tanner? Yeah, we are, Tanner. But for now, this is what you get. Okay, this is it. So take so, it or leave it. No, so but sorry, don't hang up. Sorry to everybody listening. Right yeah, it should be okay. Stick with us here. Yeah. Okay. Let me, let me start this podcast by getting something off my chest. And Tell something, me. Something that could... You know, we're going to get political on this real quick. Oh, you know why? Oh, I'm ready. Because you know what? You know what I'm sick of hearing? You know what? Keep, everyone needs to keep their goddamn hands off women's bodies. Okay? What? What? Keep your hands, keep your laws, keep your bans off of women's bodies. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm with you. Are they you know talking a lot about? Oh, yeah. Is Oklahoma uh, trying to reverse Roe versus Wade? I think I think Oklahoma did something. I don't know. But I like just see a lot of news. And you know, what? I just I think it needed to be said. It's so just don't leave women alone. Is there is there any way we can bomb Oklahoma after you're out of it? Well, it's a seed from the union. Well, Oklahoma, like, isn't necessarily the worst. I just would love to bomb old mentalities and old bigotry and old ways of thinking. Like if we could just old white men, let's get yeah. rid of the old white men. If we think that they're that, that'd bodies. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Let's do that. Yeah. Because I just yeah. hear a lot about like abortions and different things. You know what? No, no. You know what? Old, old white men, you raise these babies. You have a baby, you get pregnant, unwanted baby. You raise them. Yeah. You don't we better not be too was- political. Yeah, so I, we're going to have to get too political, but I just, I needed to be said, you know, that's my official stance on it, and and I'm sick of hearing about it, and you know what, I just, it's so crazy to me that we think that, like, laws and politics could tell us what to do with our bodies, especially women, but, like, have the right to tell us what we could do in our own bodies? That's so insane. Like, that'd be, yes. like, that'd be like me going to, like, a coworker and saying, hey, you have to get a tattoo this afternoon. They'd be like, no, I don't. And you'd be like, yeah, you do. I can tell you what to do with your body. That's so yeah. crazy. And anybody with uh, blue eyes must do this. So if you have a vagina, you have to do this. You have to do this. Please say so. 
Man, I I'm, I'm already vasectomy up. Yo, if I could, if someone could do this surgery for free, you know, just tie my little tubies and I can just yeah, shoot in blanks, I'm in. Well, let's let's just make a law that all these uh, that these men have to get vasectomies. Let's see how that goes over. Yeah, it wouldn't go over. But I'm just saying I would be a player because condoms can be kind of expensive. And I'm just a player just to be shooting from the hip. Oh, just don't even get me started. Yeah, so I'm not going to get you started. But you know what? Official stance. I dropped it. I dropped my stance on that. And that's all I have to say about it. Well, I just, I can't even believe it. I mean, but this has been the role of women's, you know, women have been subservient throughout time. It is true. And, but however, I will say I like you best when you're in the kitchen. You seem to have this like certain type of. Oh, I'm yours. Of your son. I'll just say, like, yeah. oh, those were the good old days when I used to come downstairs and you'd have a Sammy waiting for me. My clothes were folded. Like, life was good. You'd be like, is there anything else I could do for you, my sweet baby boy? Oh, you are FOS. <laughs> I, it's so much easier to stay to say when I'm a thousand miles away from you. I know, because I would just bean the side of your head right now if I could. You'd bean it? I would bean you. You know what? I'd bean you. You're no, like, we're not together. No. The bean would you're be getting, on. You're getting a you're getting a slap on that right cheek. No matter how cute those dimples are, you're getting a slap on it. Oh yeah, right. You no. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, I just wanted to drop that, you know, at the top of the hour because that's been going around the news. And I wanted to say this is this is Mama's Boy's official stance on this. So um Yeah, you, you need to get out of Oklahoma. And if we have any Oklahoma listeners. You know what? Get with the program. Get with the program. Uh, now, on the other side, I've met a lot of very nice Oklahomians. There's some very who, nice people here. Who are white old guys? It's a lot of that. It's a lot of white males. Okay. Uh, the let's see the the gym. The gym. The gym is a, a different place here in Oklahoma. Tell me. Tell me like, about well, the gym. I thought like I I I feel like I'm in pretty good shape. But you go into like the Oklahoma gym, and I'm like, damn boy, I'm like Superman. (laughs) Yeah, you are, you are one badass. It's a slightly different level when you're in Oklahoma. I mean, it's like, and it's not even being rude. It's just like a literal observation that there's like, there's like, it's just like, it's like supersized humans in Oklahoma. They can hear you. Um, sorry, Dana was talking to Chance. We don't know who that is, but here's the thing. Yeah. That's my aunt. She's chilling. Aunt, aunt Dana's listening to her podcast aunt right Dana's now. She's in the room with me. She's okay. talking to your dog because oh, he's good. farting. Yeah, he farts and he barks and he all that. Uh-huh. So, hi, uh-huh. Aunt Dana. <laughs> oh, Dan's is high. Hi, Dan. Hi. Okay. You got the hi. So, yeah, yeah it's... It's just kind of like, it's just a different place there. And then if you do see like a cute little thing uh, already married, they could be like 12 oh. and I swear they've got wedding rings on. If they're, okay. if they're, if they're, if they're, if they're able to work and cook a good meal, there's a ring on it. There's a ring on that finger, baby. There's a ring on that finger. So what else to do in Oklahoma? You get married and you cook them some dinner. You cook them, you cook them dinner here in Oklahoma. Cook them some, some gravy and grits. You want your gravy and grits? Yeah, the, the foot doc here is doing really well. You know, the what yeah. is that? orthopedist. Yeah, yeah, because like we talked about in our last podcast with the Midwest where we were last time, 
So I'm kind of imagining it's the same scenario in Oklahoma. Yeah, well, Oklahoma's double-sized. Oklahoma's double-sized. Really? Okay. That's all I'm saying. And it's nothing against anybody. It's just like the the mass amounts of, of just, you know, super gulp-sized humans, the 40-ouncers. <laughs> Yeah. Have you have you seen uh, have you seen four year olds with a twelve ounce Mountain Dew? Yeah. Worse. Yeah. They're 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 like post Mountain Dew. They're like four year olds that have already like had them. You know, the one we saw in Ohio was currently drinking. These have drunk. They've drunk. Um, but it's it's been good. It's been it was hot here. It's been it's been hot. And then it got really rainy. Um. Yeah, I went to the Rattlesnake Roundup. I played... How was that? Tell us about the Rattlesnake Roundup. That was, you know, it's like if you if you just took your, your state fair and then shrunk it down and then shrunk that down and then you shrunk that down again and then you put it in Okeen, Oklahoma. There it is. Did you did you handle any said rattlesnakes? No, I handled like a different type of snake, but I did eat a fried rattlesnake. Did you? What it taste like? Chicken? Yeah, it really didn't taste like much. It was kind of a letdown. But I had a bunch of fun. I got to go with dad, and we just had some laughs together, and we had a bunch of fun. It's actually been a lot of fun for dad and I out here. So okay, I'm just saying, if you got me a T-shirt that says, "I went to the rattlesnake roundup and all I got from my son was his T-shirt," I will never wear it again. I will never wear it. Just saying. Okay. Point, okay. point taken. I don't think I'd get you a shirt that says, "I went to the Okeen rattlesnake roundup and I only got you this shirt for my son." I don't think oh, I get that to my mom, but uh, yeah. Okay. Point. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Okay, good point. That's a strong point. Valid. Um, they did helicopter rides there for $40. Um, what did you look at from a helicopter? We did not do it uh-huh. because what are you going to look at from a... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what would you look at in from a helicopter ride? What are they thinking? Exactly. You, here's exactly. here's flat land. Over here, we've got flat land. And if you look to your here's left, some there's more a tree in the land. middle of flat land. Yeah. 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 So what, what, why would they offer a helicopter ride? I don't know. I don't know. They were whipping it around though. So I, I, I was questioning if it was more for sightseeing or for just like, like adventure because they were going really fast and just zipping all over the place. But I don't know if it was for the view. So there, oh. there was that. we passed up on that. Um, just to say I've been in a helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. Most likely just to be like, Hey, I, I rode a helicopter. That would be about it. But um, yeah, there's 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 big, big crosses. There's also big crosses here in Oklahoma. Lots of lots, crosses. Lots mm-hmm. of crosses. Big, 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 big old crosses. Yeah, no, like 40 foot crosses. There's like a lot of those like big crosses. Vote against Roe v. Wade. Okay, I'm getting a picture. I don't think I'm ever going to go to Oklahoma. There's that. Ever. It didn't take me but five minutes to see my first Confederate flag upon entering Oklahoma. Oh, there, there was okay. a nice Confederate flag. I heard uh, within my first day, I heard my first F word to describe the LGBTQIA plus community. So that didn't take long before that F word surfaced. Um, oh, so your Aunt Dana, who's a teacher, 
has said that Oklahoma is not even a Confederate state. And here they are trying to fly the Confederate flag. They had me fooled because there was, yeah. there was, there's, and you know, just, just your gamut of flags. Just yeah. not, not like we well, like UN flags, not those type, the other ones, but just there's all over. So, um, okay. Remind me never to move to Oklahoma. Okay. Okay. I don't okay. think you'll need a reminder. I think if you think to yourself, I should move to Oak, and then you'll stop yourself and just say, no. No. no, there's no way. Yeah. Okay. So I like, I'm excited to get back home. I, I do look in all honesty, there's good things to be found everywhere in the world. You just have to look for it. And there's, there's what good people I'm having. Yeah. There's, there's great people. I've met some really nice people. We've had some really good food here. I'm enjoying time with my dad, with dad. I'm having a, I really am having a really good time. So okay. it's good. It's good. Not a place I want to live. I don't see eye to eye with everybody, but that is, that's how the world goes around. You know, they, so true. they have their views. I have mine. I don't agree with it, but you know what? The sweet part about it all is that you can have it. Now, I don't like the, the pressure that they try to place behind their views, but I do. It's everyone's views and they can help. Well, and at least we live in a country where we can express those views. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say, yeah. that people can yeah, have not them. Expressed. And, yeah. Yeah. And you can have them. I don't have to agree with them, but you can you can wave that flag. You can say those words. You can you can do that. And you have that right to. And, you know, so that's fine. Everyone's got. OK, to well, and I'm just saying, if ever I were like as supreme being for the United States, I'd bomb Oklahoma. I'm just saying. Supreme being, yeah. you're out of here. Supreme being. You're no more. You're a big crater in the United States. I'm just warning you now. Wow. Oh, you went for Oklahoma. You went for you went you went for Oklahoma. Now on the other hand, though, they got a lot of weed down here. Oh, okay. A lot of well, weed. There's a lot well, of I don't know. I can be persuaded. A supreme yeah. being. <laughs> supreme being, you might be able to. Um, also, on a different oh, note, you oh. recently described somebody as a camel lion. Um, now, tell me a bit more about that, Janet. I believe the term was chameleon, but um, <laughs> tell me more about this camel lion. I would like to know details about... <laughs> I hate autocorrect. No, it's supposed to be chameleon and I couldn't spell it correctly and then I put in camel lion. That was the best. They're just a camel lion. chameleon. A chameleon. <laughs> Sorry, Some, people, I some people are chameleons. Yeah, now, now you can, you know, if you really want to dig it, they're just a camel lion. They're a camel lion, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, chameleons, baby, and I've heard that term used before. People who adapt to around the people that they're with. Like, you know, if you're, let's say... Um, Okay, well, a good scenario was uh, your sister's birthday party that we just attended. So we were around a bunch of doctors and she adapted to that persona. Yeah. And so you could say that that's a chameleon trait. You know, you would you adapt your style, your communication style to who you're with. For instance, you're in Oklahoma. Do you dumb down your speech? <laughs> Do I what? Dumb down your speech. Um, and it, and I shouldn't say that. Yeah, I don't. I don't dig into the thesaurus like I generally do when I'm around yeah, my yeah, Ivy yeah. League friends. 
So one could, you know, I think a lot of people do that, that they're chameleons to their, their surroundings. I think, I think I am, I think depending on, on, you know, who you're around, you tend to want to fit in. And so you adjust your, well, not necessarily your whole personality, but your communication style and everything to fit in. And uh, the article I read that was called chameleon. Um, and so I think that's what I was referring to when I uh, uh, was talking to you, not yeah, camel yeah, lion, camel but camel lion. Lion. so yeah, adapting to those who are around. <laughs> yeah, which is super interesting because, like, we were talking about in the last pod, where it was like, you know, we were we were talking about how um, sometimes your lobe disappears and you forget yeah, what you're saying. A lot, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> what was I gonna say? Anyway, we talked about it like on the last one. Oh yeah, where there's different versions of yourself, you know, and you, yeah. you kind of like no one really knows the same version of who you think you are and who people know. It's kind of the same thing. That's like why you know it could be weird sometimes, like when you're bringing your family around close friends or your close friends around high school friends. Even you know, it's like you always wonder, like, are they gonna? Cause there's versions of yourself that you wonder if other people are gonna clash and be like, that's. It's not the Dan I know, or that's not, right. you know, why are they saying that or acting like that? It's so bizarre. Yeah, no, it's, it's a chameleon behavior to fit in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's weird. That's what I meant. Not camel, not camel lion. I prefer camel lion, though. So <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to stick with camel lion. It's got like camel a good lion. kind of ring to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, correct. Very similar to like chamomile. Yeah. I was I was hoping it would correct it to the correct spell. I just said, "What the hell?" And I just like camel, <laughs> camel lion. lion. Oh, there yeah. is a camel lion. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. agree more, Janet. Bunch of camel lions. Camel lions going that's, everywhere. That's what yeah. you get out here. How, yeah, how so, have you How have you been at home alone, stretching your legs, doing whatever? Probably uh, walking around naked. We all know you like to do that. So much nakedness. Yeah. Well, no, it is so surprising. So. Um, uh, you know, without an agenda, how, how, how the, how your time slows, you know, like, like this weekend, it, it, it wasn't, I had to uncover all my plants because we had a freeze here and a snow and I had to cover, first of all, cover up all my vegetables and my tender perennials. And then I had to uncover them and I just kind of took my time and it pretty much took a lot of the day. Now, if I was under pressure, that could have been done in half the time, but when you don't have an agenda to work from, your the time slows. And I filled my day with doing one task, yeah. so that was that was sort of kind of an kind of an eye opener, you know. When because when you know when you're working, you have so much you have to do when you get home, and then you got to prepare and go to work the next day. But this whole weekend, I had nothing to really prepare for, and so my day was slower not dragging but slower because i didn't have any agenda to yeah. hold to yeah that would be weird yeah. sometimes it feels like that when i'm traveling though like the days just like it, it's fun but they do they kind of when you don't have anything set that you have to kind of yeah i know i'm with you like not necessarily like get done because there's always things you have to kind of do but when you can just move at your pace and you know kind of take it thing by thing yeah. Well, like people who say like they're retired, um, my sister and you, um, my other sister, and, and she says her day is filled. I'm sure it is, but at a much slower pace yeah. than when she was working. 
you know, as yeah, just so, kind of yeah, different different kind of things to fill. Yeah, up. I think I got less done in the day, but I took I did it. I didn't have to rush through, and so my chores, quote unquote chores, I did I more enjoyable pass, um, but definitely my day was slowed. But yeah. I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. It was nice not having to. Uh, answer to an amendment and not check off the boxes for that day. Good, excellent. <laughs> I think I kind of lost you, so I'm sorry if it's all choppy. It was kind of choppy through that, through what you were Oh, no, it was such an inspiring speech, too. I hope that the podcast caught it because it was amazing what I just said. I know. I feel like, you're, no on. I feel like you're on to something and it just. Oh, I was quote worthy. Yeah, and if you missed it, then it's sad for Yeah, can you can you repeat one of your prime quotes that you just said? Just pull out one of the quotes. The prime quote was that I had a busy day. You sound like an alien now. This is crazy. I don't know. This is this is gonna be a whirlwind of a cast. Yeah. Is it is it coming and going? Yeah, you sound you sound messed up. Really? Well, you better talk then. I mean, yeah, yeah. This is sounding great, but you're the one with the would you rather's. I do. Do you want to try one? Oh man, yeah, it got wonky. Really? You're the editor. Sucks to be you. (laughs) It's gonna be. This is gonna be All something. Right. Okay, here's here's a would you rather. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Okay, right. Would you rather know when you're going to die, or know how you're going to die? Oh, that's i Oh man. Let me repeat it. Would you rather know when you're going to die, or how you're going to die? How? Really? I think. Well, because I don't want a timeline. I I don't want to. I don't want a timeline. I think some people would prefer a timeline, so I could go and go and do and live and all. I don't want the timeline pressure. I would rather just know how I'm going to die, so that way I could just kind of live a bit more freely, but with no timeline. Like it could be tomorrow, or the next day, but I don't know. Let Let's say you know you're going to die in a car crash. What do you do then? Do you avoid all car crashes? What do you do? I I get a horse and buggy yeah. and begin to ride said horse and buggy daily. No, see, I don't know because I feel like it would part of the timeline of you dying in a car crash is already knowing that you're going to die in a car crash. So there's nothing you yeah, can but, do to avoid it. So you just. But would you always then be scared of getting in a car? A hundred percent. There's no doubt that you'd be scared of getting in a car. But if I knew that I had a year left to live, I, I would be scared of that that whole year too, because I knew it'd be my last. Or would you or would you would you embrace that year and do all the things that are on your bucket list that you thought, oh, okay, I'll do later. That knowing you only have a year left, would you now start doing the things and live more within that year? Oh man. I know, because if I because if you're going to die in a car crash, now 
every moment and you get into a car is going to be anxiety producing. On the other hand, if you know you're going to die of a heart attack, maybe for your age, that's not that bad. But if you found out the opposite, you know, a car crash, for instance, I would always be afraid. Is this is this the moment going to King Supers? Is this the moment going to get my buttery, my buttery Chardonnay from Boda Box? Is this the moment that my life is going to end? Oh, yeah. Or a zombie apocalypse when your family ditches you and you know, you're like, oh, well, this is the end because I already know like a zombie eats me because my family ditched. Yeah. Me. Well, then you could uh, then you could like run from all zombies. But yeah, I don't know. No, I don't know. Like, but yeah, what if it is something that's unavoidable, though? Like you brought up like a heart attack. Like what if it just says like you're going to die of cancer? OK, well, then you're not scared. Like a car crash is very specific where it's like, OK, now you're right. scared of cars. But if it's like cancer, then you're just going, OK, sweet. I don't like my life kind of lives on as normal. It's cancer. I know. So I guess it depends on the scenario. So at your age, probably, you know, it it would be scary knowing how, because if it's a car crash at my age, I think I'd rather know when, because then I can start planning, you know, and getting stuff done on my bucket list, getting my estate in order, uh, you know, saying goodbye to people if I knew when. Um, at your age, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think if you found out that you would tell the family, do you think you would tell us all? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't think so, because too much would give you all some stress and anxiety. I'm sorry, though. I feel I like you, I, I like, and I don't want to be like, oh, look at me and all that, but I get a feeling you would tell me. I feel like there would be something weighing on you and you would have to tell, you would tell me. You would, I, you would ask me. You, you would ask me and I would tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, but, exactly. I feel like, because I would know, I'd be like, all right, like, Something's wrong, and you would say, but you, we would, it would probably have to be between us because I, yeah, I wouldn't tell dad. And if you don't want to tell him, that'd be too heartbreaking to say she's got like a year. Yeah, but what do you think? If you knew when I was going to die, what would that do to you? If you knew I was going to die on June 21st, what would that do to your psyche? Oh my God. I'm sorry to the rest of the family, but. I don't know. I see because I would try to be so selfish, but that's not fair to them either. Like, so it would like it would kill me because I would like I would I'd want to tell them so that we could all embrace moments together, right? Because if we're doing shit, the family might be like, "Why are you like why are you, why are you having a party for mom?" <laughs> Goodbye. Party. So, what, wouldn't it be better for me not to tell you? Why put you through that that stress and that sadness? Yeah, I, just, I just feel like I would like I would see the sadness in you and like we I, there's because there's no way you could keep looking at any one of your family members or your grandbabies you would start welling up and crying all the time and I'd be like mom what is it you know and I feel like I know, come but, out of you. Be, but it wouldn't be fair to tell you I don't think it'd be fair to tell you I think that would put you that would make your misery I don't know if I want that Oh man, that is a tough one. Cause I feel like, I just feel like I'd want to know, but at the same time, it would just be so hard to the family. I think the reality would be is that I, you, it'd be easy to tell that you knew something and 
I think we'd have to get the family together and have it as a family so we could just go all out as a family unit with you. I feel like I don't it's more know. unfair to hide it from us. Like you just know, and you're gonna because you're gonna be sad, and we're not gonna be able to celebrate more with you. I know, but I think of the burden, the mental burden on you kids. I don't, I wouldn't want to play. But I think of the mental burden you have on me with you being alive. Like you're a burden already, and so I'd rather just like know, like oh, she's gonna <laughs> up yours. Well, it was like when you stopped doing my laundry, you became such a mental burden, and. <laughs> oh, I wish I could smack you upside the head. That's why I'm right talking now. more smack because I am a distance away sitting in a car and I'm still checking over my shoulder. Where is she? Where is she? Yeah. Let's okay, let's say I knew I was gonna die in 10 years. I don't think I'd tell you right. Away. Nice nice hard hat, by the way. I put it on again. Dan's on the, the camera right now. <laughs> wearing a wearing a hard hat, so I couldn't smack him if I wanted to. I'm looking all around with my hard hat on. Don't smack me. Where are you? Yeah. Nice, nice hard hat, baby. So, I what mean, did we decide about this? Uh, what did we decide about this one then? Um, I still, I don't know. No, you know, you, you convinced me. You changed my mind. I think, I guess, I want to know time. Because what if it Wait, was a hobby? Die? Like, I don't mean to like scare your dad or anything, but what if it was like skydiving or something, right? Like, <gasps> but the oh, thing is, no. but the thing is, but then it would it would take away my joy of doing that, right? If I knew. That it was skydiving that was going to kill me, then it would take away my joy. So I think I'd want to know how long. You're right. Yeah, I would definitely hide your parachute if I knew that was the cause. Yeah, yeah. but see, it would still happen anyways, though. Because isn't that the whole time? So if you knew there? when, if you knew when, and it's like, uh, let's see, how old am I? Let's say, and if it's going to be past 30 years, and cognitively I'm not with it anyway, then don't tell me. So if it's less than when my whole brain goes, don't tell me, okay? So I'm not going to tell you. I don't want to be alive. Know, when you you're low down, so. Okay. No, but okay. here's the if, thing. If it's I, after my death, go ahead and tell me. This could be selfish, though. I, it, well, after what you said, it definitely is selfish. But I want the family to know. Like, if I knew my timeline, I just want to get with everybody and be like, look, I'm going to go crazy living a crazy life. I'm going to rack up a lot of credit card debt. I am going to do all the drugs. Uh, love you guys. Uh, here's why I'm dying in a week. And so see ya. Okay. Maybe a week you can, <laughs> but if you, let's say you tell me and it's three months away, that's three months of hell. So if yeah, you're going, if you know what you're about dead, having fun, living, and you guys are going with me, you're like, hell yeah. What if I can't leave? What if I can't leave my job and celebrate with you? No, I you have would. three months you of would. wishing. You I would. Could. Ma, you're telling me you're not going to take off for your dying son? <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I can, I can also take I a personal short term my dying son? <laughs> my son's dying in three months, but damn, I can't. Well, that but man, I wish I would have saved a few more days of PTO. Darn it. <laughs> Damn, I gotta say that up for my vacation. Oh well, he's gonna go when he goes. Big trip. Poor, poor sap, whatever. Whatever. Uh, yeah, you change. Yeah, what's I think, but again, on? well, I think I I want to know when yeah. for me. But you know what? Okay, again, if this is bad, if you're gonna die before I turn ninety, then I don't. If it's gonna turn ninety, go ahead and tell me because I'll be dead. I won't be sad. Okay. Okay. 
So it's an age you okay. can tell you. Yeah. Because I'm at 90, I won't even know who you are. Who who is Daniel and who cares? Give me my Chardonnay. No, because I'll be right next to you. We'll be remember, we'll be sipping buttery Chardonnay together and drink and, and having Chobani Greek yogurt. Yeah. By the way, shout out to Chobani. Well, shout they out send to you some Grilla. Yeah, shout out to Ashton and Chobani for hooking up the free Chobani. Hey. Yeah. You got, you got some you got some shout out Skrilla. Yeah, and like shout out to other people. Oh, Gabby. I got to shout out Gabby this week because she was like she she's been listening like crazy. She sent me a message and she really enjoys the pod. So way to go, Gabby. Shout out to Gabby. Yeah, look at you, Gabster. Today you win a you win a free high five when I see you next. Yeah, baby. Yeah, to Gabby. To Gabby. Okay. Um Okay. But yeah, so this one was shorter. Uh, sorry about that, but we're we're trying. This is a work in progress. We got it out though. Okay. Hey, how much time do we have? Because I got to tell you something. Two minutes and forty three seconds. Letter in. Okay. So so you know what? There was a thing on a internet on what villain you would be, depending on your zodiac sign. And guess guess what villain you would be? Oh, you plugged in you, mine. Oh shoot, what? You would be yeah. You're you're a, an Aquarius, aren't you? I'm an Aquarius, yes. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be Hannibal Lecter. Oh my God! Yeah, Who? You're Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs. Boom! You never, <coughs> you never yeah. Ooh. Nice fava bean. Fava That's bean. who you would be. It puts the <laughs> I'm, the I'm, I'm, on, I'm someone I have no idea who it is. It's from Star Wars. Ky- Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Yeah. That's who I'm. That's who my villain is. That's a pretty dumb villain to be. I have no idea what kind of villain it is. So when you get back, we have to watch the episode with Kylo Ren. Mom, so you've I seen know. him. He's got that mask and that crazy story. I haven't seen Star Wars in so long. I have no idea who Kylo Ren is, but that's who I am. <laughs> Did I get Hannibal Lecter? Lecter? You're Hannibal Lecter. You eat people. Way to go. Whatever, you started getting all choppy again. I'm sure you had a quote-worthy thing to say about me being Hannibal Lecter, but you know what? You know what? You know what? What? Fine. Hey, all right. Give me some Chianti. Whatever. And a nice Chianti and a nice baba bean. (laughs) That is such a... But is that even a villain? Do you consider consider Hannibal Lecter a villain? (laughs) He, he is evil. Yes, yeah, Dana says evil. It. I don't know that that's like a, a villain. It's just evil. He's a villain. Villain people are you, aren't they, Aunt Dana? Your teacher aunt? That doesn't matter. Yeah. She yeah, says, I would think it's like someone evil. like trying to, you know, control the world or whatnot. Well, I'm sorry, but it's true. That's who you are. So take it. So take it like a man. And you are And on that note... We are 30 seconds away. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mama's Boy, officially episode 11 on the road. 11. Have a good day. We did it. We love you all. And Dana, I love you. Tanner, I love you. Mike Chop, love you all. Bye-bye. 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 Bye. How do I stop this? Bye. Bye. Bye.